Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. Joining Bill for this installment of Veterans Corner from his office on Capitol Hill in the United States Congress in Washington, D.C., is Congressman Gus Bilirakis. Congressman Bilirakis gets things done in Washington because he knows how to build alliances. His efforts for veterans' issues are legendary. In this broadcast, they discuss, among other issues, funding of H.R. 886, National Veterans Treatment Courts, H.R. 4086, the Burn Pit Bill, which is so important to the many veterans afflicted with lung problems and other issues relating to their time around burn pits. Another issue near and dear to the congressman is the Adaptive Living Bill, which is so important for disabled vets who need assistance in making their homes livable. All in all, you're going to hear lots of great information. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I'm so happy to have you with us. And remember that whether you're listening to this over the air on our FM stations or as a podcast, you should have a paper and pencil ready to take down the phone numbers and web addresses we share. By the way, it's also a great idea to have others in your family listen with you. So if there's somebody else around, bring them into the room. My guest today is Congressman Gus Bilirakis. I I am so pleased to have you on the show. We've never met in person, but I've heard so many good things about you. Well, I appreciate it very much, Bill. It's an honor to be on the show. And uh, you know, veterans have always been my top priority in the Congress and always will be. Uh, so it really is nice, and I, I look forward to meeting you uh, personally as well. Uh, and, I, again, our focus is to, to help our vets. Where is the 12th district here in Florida? Well, it, all of Pasco County, uh, most of North Pinellas County, including parts of Clearwater, and then a, a small portion of uh, Hillsborough County. Northwest Hillsborough County. Now, you know, in, in two years, you have the redistricting again. But that's that's the 12th congressional district right now at this time. How long have you been in office? Well, this is uh, my 14th year. So you're just a youngster there in Congress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, up until a few years ago, I was kind of like a, uh, you know, the, a junior member, but we have a lot of retirements recently. Oh, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm getting up there in seniority. Well, I promised Colonel D.J. Reyes that I would ask you about two particular programs, and then I'd like to go on to the things that you also would like to talk about. The first one is the Veterans Treatment Court. It's been a huge success here in Hillsborough County with Judge Shante, and I understand your court, where you're at, is also a huge success. But we've got the federal legislation. Where does it now stand? Okay. 
Uh, yeah, it has been a huge uh, success, Bill, in the Sixth Congress uh, Judicial Circuit. Uh, Sean Crane has been outstanding uh, with regard to that. Uh, Judge uh, Sean Crane, it makes all the sense in the world that we expand this throughout the country. Uh, where it stands is it passed out of the house, and I'm a co-sponsor. Uh, Charlie Christ is the uh, the principal sponsor on the bill. It passed the house, went over to the Senate, was amended in the Senate slightly. So when when you amend something, obviously uh, in the Senate, it has to bounce back to the House because <laughs> the bills have to be identical. Play tennis back and forth, yeah. So, so uh, now it's just waiting in the House, and hopefully they'll agenda the bill very soon. I have a bill very similar to that, not not in that in that particular position. Uh, having to do with our veterans or severely wounded veterans uh, and and make sure that they get more money for the adaptive housing and being able to use it more than once. We can talk about that if you'd like. Uh, But, uh, yeah, there's a real good chance that the bill will pass. And uh, knowing our president, uh, who has been very pro-veteran, I'm sure he'll sign the bill. Well, that'll be a great thing. Now, the other one is the burn pit bill. Sure. And that one... You know, back years ago when I was in the service, you know, back when we had saddles and that sort of thing, but I was in the Air Force and they would go out and burn old airplanes with fuel that they'd taken off to give the firefighters an opportunity to practice. And then they'd take those of us that were one or two or three stripers, give us hoes and rakes and have us go out and do that. And the fumes were horrible. And I, I've got to believe that it's part of the problem I have, although I have no proof that this ever happened. But I suspect this burn pit bill would cover things like that, correct? Oh, absolutely. And uh, we've had hearings on, on, on the burn pit issue uh, for the last year, year and a half. And uh, as a matter of fact, we had uh, representatives from uh, the VSOs testify. But there were also victims veterans like you, and I appreciate your service, Bill, that were exposed to these burn pits, and they were in the audience. So I invited them publicly in the hearing to come after the hearing to come to my office. And the veterans and their families came to my office. I have a pretty big office uh, behind here. Uh, This is my chief of staff's uh, desk. And uh, they told me the personal stories of how they, they're unable to function now due to the burn pits. It's awful, the toxic waste that they inhale on the bases. So what I did was uh, I'm working with the Representative Ruiz from California, Raul Ruiz. He's a good man. He's a Democrat. He's also a, a physician. And we're trying to get a presumption. Now, you know, I've co-sponsored his bills. He's co-sponsored my bills with regard to burn pits. And he's also formed the Burn Pit uh, Caucus. And he has received uh, assurances from his leadership that we're going to get to this issue as soon as possible. What I'd like to see is a presumption, okay? You know, again, just like you, Bill, you're having issues right now, okay? These men and women went into the service with absolutely no issues and they're coming out and they're sick. And, you know, I've been working on this locally with uh, Lauren Price, 
who is also a veteran from Newport Ritchie, and several other veterans. And uh, you know what? They need to be compensated, okay, disability. But even more importantly, we've got to get them the health care uh, because the VA does not recognize this as uh, a combat-related, and it absolutely is. So that's a priority mine as well. And I think, uh, you know, we're going to make some progress this time. In my case, they, they just came around and grabbed up everybody who wasn't doing something else, threw us on a bus, took us down there, did it, brought us back. Yeah. And it really, there's no record. All the people who gathered us up are probably dead by now. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for a lot of these guys to prove. Yeah. And it's yeah. the proof has to be on the individual which is really rough. It's rough. And uh, there should be a presumption. I really think that that's the case. This is the Agent Orange, the Agent Orange of our era. There's no question. Uh, and we're still working on the uh, the Agent Orange. Uh, we were successful with the Blue Water Navy veterans recently. but Oh, that was great. Look how long it took. And, and uh, General Shinsaki, I uh, did a good job with the Agent Orange issue uh, when he was the VA secretary. He he really, you know, he really cared uh, tremendously. Now I know there were issues after that, uh, but uh, but in any case, uh, we've got to attack this. We have to tackle this right away. Yes, I, I don't want our veterans. Uh, you know, the Vietnam vets did such a wonderful job helping other veterans. Uh, you know, made, made the Gulf War veterans, with what have you. They made life easier for them. There's no question. And I know the Vietnam veterans, the VSOs. I was at the VFW just the other day for Memorial Day and holiday. And they're behind all these issues. They're helping so much. And, and, and it's not affecting them personally, but that's what I love about working with the VA, working with our veterans, being on the committee for so many years. Everyone works together to help each other, and, and that's the way it should be, and it is that way. So you feel that the burn pit legislation is walking through and it will get started well, soon? We're, we're creating, uh, you know, we're raising a lot of hell, you know, with the leadership on, on both sides, and, uh, and I know that we've gotten commitments, but now they have to follow through. So we've got to keep, you know, in Congress – you can get a lot done if you make it like that particular issue your priority. And, and that's what I've done. Like with this adapted housing to raise the, the allowance for adapted housing for severely wounded warriors, I was on the phone. Now I'm in the minority, but I was on the phone with Democrats yesterday and the day before trying to get this bill agenda as soon as possible. And, and I've made some progress. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, uh, the chairman of my subcommittee, I'm the ranking member, he's going to speak with uh, Steny Hoyer, who is the majority leader, about this on Friday to get this to the floor of the House as soon as possible. So, you know, it's all about relationships, but it's also you got to push hard. And, uh, oh, yeah. and that's why we've been successful. Yeah. Adaptive housing, you want to explain that just a little bit? Because some of my listeners maybe won't understand it. Yeah, and, and this is a time where we need it really the most. Adapted housing means that, that you know, if a, a wounded warrior who is severely uh, wounded wants to purchase a home, in a lot of cases we have these uh, 
nonprofits that build the homes for them, and they do a wonderful job. Uh, but the equipment to make things easier for the veteran, moving around, customizing the home for the veteran, it's very, very expensive. So what we're doing is we're raising the amount. I believe it's uh, roughly 80000 now. We can, you, know, you can only use that 80000 uh, once. So what we're doing is we're going to raise the amount to approximately 92000 But in 10 years, so once a veteran uh, maybe wants to move for job reasons uh, sure. or the family grows, so 10 years from now, they'll get another 92000 and they can uh, make sure that they customize their home. And that's so very important because, uh, you know, they get a good, better job opportunity in another part of the country, what have you. We want them to stay in the Bay Area, the Tampa Bay Area, uh, and most of them like love the Tampa Bay Area. But, you know, things get, you, you get married, you know, your spouse wants to live elsewhere. You need that extra 92000 to use for the future. So, you know, it, it, it's a Wounded Warrior project. It's a priority for the Wounded Warrior project. And I've been pushing it really hard, and we're almost at the finish line. So I expect we get this within the next couple of weeks, in my opinion. You know, as much as I deal with veterans, yeah, this is one bill that I really wasn't aware was going through. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's oh, going to affect me. I'm 90% oh, right now. Okay. And I'm supposed to be on a walker, but I but I cheat and don't. I fall a few times, but sooner or later, I'm going to be in a wheelchair. I know that if I live long enough, and that kind of thing would be a big help for my wife and I. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these bills aren't sexy or what have you, and the, the, but they're very important. They have a, a, a direct impact on, on our veterans. And, uh, you know, this, this is the kind of stuff that I focus on not just for veterans, but of course, veterans are my priority, but what affects an individual personally? And I try to take the politics out of it. And, uh, you know, God bless you for that. Yeah. Well, it's the right thing to do. And my, my, uh, my dad taught me how to do it. He was in Congress for 24 years, but, uh, well, you know, I, I learned from him by watching him, but uh, you build relationships on the other side of the aisle. And, and you try not to embarrass anyone, you know, and, uh, and try to stay away from that. And and because uh, you might need these people only for your constituents' sake. It's better not to embarrass somebody for 15 minutes of fame if you can get legislation through, even, be, you know, particularly being in the minority, working with, with the other side. And, and I've been real successful in doing that. And, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, just the other day, Georgetown, uh, the Luger Institute, uh, rated me the uh, the highest uh, member of Congress uh, with bipartisanship, meaning that the bills that I pass have had uh, the uh, members on the other side, so a Republican and a Democrat on the particular bill, and, and I'm proud of that. I think you should be. I think all of our congressmen should work to that. Particularly for veterans. It should be nonpartisan for veterans. My first foray into working with a politician was a guy named Dave Hobson, who oh, was retired. Yeah, but he worked across the aisle tirelessly yeah, yeah, yeah. and got yeah, a lot of things accomplished. We're down to about a minute. Is there any last thing that I haven't I asked you to get across? Well, uh, with the VA, 
we're working on uh, at making sure that we, we open up the, the outpatient clinics as soon as possible uh, in the area. And I know that to a certain extent they're open, but I think they should be open to our veterans because I know we have Bay Pines, but, you know, I live in, uh, you know, in North Pinellas County, so it's pretty far for our veterans. But also in Pasco, we have Haley. Right. I mean, no, it's in Hillsboro, Hillsboro. <laughs> but it's part of the Pasco. You've got, you've got a clinic over there. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few clinics over there. So uh, I'm opening up. We want to open up these outpatient clinics as soon as possible. Congressman? We're opening up. I know we've got to go, but we're opening up a new clinic in North Pinellas, and we're opening up the new clinic in West Pasco and also in uh, Zephyr Hills. We're working on that, too, and we're not too far away from that. Well, God bless our director here, Joe Thank Battle. You. He is the most yeah. fabulous director. There's some news that I just broke this morning yeah. on him, but we'll let that go for this broadcast. Will you come back and be with me again? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like to see you do this every six months. Give us an I'd update. I'd love to do it. Even whenever you need me, I'm there for you. Well, listen, let me tell you, Dan Pash and Summer Robertson and yeah. uh, Chris Jones, have all yeah. been fabulous. Yeah, we're Please like give them my thanks for all the effort and getting us together. We're very good. fortunate to have a great staff. Well, thank you so much for being with me. Ladies and gentlemen, Congressman Gus Bellarakis, uh, 12th District here in Florida. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. My listeners are wonderful. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.